fun time than not. This is Hannah. I have my co-host Britt. I think I'm going to introduce us every time, even though, you know, they're going to get to know us. You guys are, will get to know us, but let's do it. Like, you know, getting to know. Might as well. Might as well. Um, First things first. I, so this week's episode, we already had pre-recorded talking about self-care. We decided that this topic, which is, we're going to be talking about the holidays today on this episode. Um, we decided this was more important at the moment than self-care. Um, I don't, maybe not more important, but you know, it's very important at least (laughs) in the moment we, we, we decided to be in the moment in the moment we realized, (laughs) you know, Thanksgiving is coming up. If we released the episodes as scheduled, then you wouldn't get this episode until after Thanksgiving. So we decided to push that episode back. The one that we already had planned, we're doing this one right now. And then, you know, we'll get back on track next week. But I also think it's like acknowledging like the times in sense of like where people are in their mental health, because I think that's so important, whether you're a single mom or not divorced or not. um, We all deal with hardships and the holidays can just trigger that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a stressful, overwhelming time for most, you know, for a lot of people and some people it's not, and that's okay if it's, if it's not, but it's also very okay if you're with the majority and it is stressful. Yeah. I had a pretty powerful, actually, I still remember this. And I tell a lot, anybody that I speak to that, um, you know, that's going through a divorce and like, usually like, you know, they say like people that pass away, like if they're a loved one, um, you go through the year first, like your first year, your first Christmas without them. Like, and you do it through, and you, you actually do it the same thing through divorce, right? You, your year of first and whether it was amicable or not, how that divorce happened, there still is a grieving period where you are not grieving that individual. You are just grieving the life that you gave up because, you know, believe it or not, I think there's a huge stigma with divorce that you gave up, right? Um, You took the easy way out, right? And there is no easy way out. When you're in a situation where you know whether mutual or not, because when it's mutual, sometimes people go amicably and they know it's not right. Like whether it's right or wrong, you, you, you get to this space where, you know, you actually make a a harder choice to part ways because you're giving up the things that you committed to that you saw your future in. And sometimes that can be really hard to that piece of it to let go, not the person. You don't want to be with the person, but it's the things that you held on to and you got married to in the first place. Um, Or the life that you thought you were going to have, you know, things are changing now and And just put an atom, I mean, an atom bomb on it. Yeah. Pretty much, you know, um, in, in the best way possible. But at that, you know, at that point in time, when you're in the thick of it, you don't really realize. And I had a profound uh, conversation with my therapist and I, I just want to pause right there that if you are going through a divorce and I don't care what the, what the situation is, I highly recommend going to therapy. I think that there is a huge stigma against it. I, myself, have gone in the past and I'll go to like three sessions and I'm like, Oh, I'm cured. And like, it doesn't work that way. It's not like you're taking like a pill. You have to like heal. And I, for me, I would get to that point where you get really get into the muck and like dealing with the hard, dark, not dark stuff, but like dealing with the hard stuff that you need to heal from. And then you back away. And, um, it was the first time in my life that I stuck through it. And 
I don't think my divorce recovery would not be anything that it is and where I am today without taking that step. So if you are contemplating it, yeah, if you are contemplating it, you're too, just do it. And I promise you, um, it, it, beautiful things will come of it and you are not alone. There are so many people like myself that still do. And, um, it's the best thing you can do for yourself. I I know I got off on a tangent. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone needs therapy. We all have trauma. We all need to work through it to be our best. Yeah, I know. Let that be a takeaway today. (laughs) But I I was in the conversation with my therapist and it was around the holidays. And if you, if you know me, you know, I'm like, I decorate like first of November, I'm getting the stuff out. I'm singing Christmas carols, you know, in sync. It's my favorite one. Here we are. Um, nineties girl, but, um, and when I went through my first year being separated, it was, I felt so the best way to put it is like, blah. Like I literally just felt blah. Like I didn't want to listen to Christmas music, which is so weird of me. (laughs) Um, I didn't want to sing it. I like, I just didn't want, I was living with my parents at the time. Thank God that, you know, they were so, they took me in. Um, Cause I had gotten, I had left that July a couple months prior. So we're coming into the fall now and um, they were incredible, but it was just, it was just blah. And I remember having that conversation with my therapist and she was saying to me, she was like, do you notice there's no Christmas decorations around here? She was like, we don't decorate for the holidays because the ho- holidays can be the worst time for people that are going through it. And it just like made me kind of feel validated. And it was kind of like that me too moment that, you know, I'm not alone, like this feeling where I, and it's not going to be with me forever. Cause I'm a big thing where like, when these feelings come on and they come on strong, I have this ability to be, I like, I do this thing where I'm like, oh, I can't handle, I I shut down. You don't want to hit, you know what I mean? So like, and you lose hope almost. So like, it gave me a little bit more hope, like hearing that, um, like you're so, going to, you're going to get through the other side yeah. and it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. And it is, you're, you're, you giving away like traditions and whether again, I, like people think when you say that, and I, I'm going to catch myself saying this a lot because you, people will say, Oh, then did you not make the right choice? Like, yeah. did you not want to be divorced when you say this? I'm like, no, no, I don't miss the person. God, no, <laughs> but I do miss the, the, you know, the, the things that I wanted in, in, in a family, the memories and like, it's saying goodbye to those things. And almost like I say it, I've said it before in the podcast, a death of you, like you say goodbye and you say goodbye to it for all the right reasons. And it's so beautiful, but it's that aspect of that, like, you know, it's still something that that you, that you couldn't, you know what I mean? Cause there's just so much negativity around it, but yeah, for sure. Well, it's just a big change that you have to process and you have to go through and you have to heal from regardless of, like you said, regardless of how it happened or why it happened or whether or not it's amicable, like it's still sitting out of, and I just want to say if, if anybody feels the need that if you are going through a divorce and it is like, it's, it's, you know, rocking your world as, you know, as it can. Right. And you're just not feeling up for the holiday parties, be it family or friends. It is okay to say no. Absolutely. It is okay. And guess what? You are probably going to get backlash from aunt Maggie Sue that you didn't show up to the Christmas party. And yada, yada, yada. B- believe me, you're going to get it, but it's okay. You, they'll get over it and yeah. it's best better to do what you need to do and miss that point in time be as selfish as you can be yeah 
be as selfish as you can be and don't feel bad about it. And if they want to take your kid to the party because they want to, that's okay too, because then you can get a bubble bath. <laughs> you can get a little break. No, grandma and grandpa want to take them for a little bit. That's great too. Literally it's your, your got to heal. It's your life. Yeah. It's your way. To, there's no right way to heal. Just like there's no right way to grieve, you know? Well, there are right ways to heal. <laughs> there are unhealthy ways to try to heal, but you know, there's no right way to grieve and you're grieving a relationship still. And if that means that you want to be in the middle of every party, that's fine. If you want to be away from every party, that's fine too. Like you have to do what's best for you and your mental health and the people yeah. that don't agree with it, the people that think it's wrong, just ignore them, honestly. Or, or if you're like me, you'll tell them, go away, <laughs> leave me alone. This is how I'm processing it. And haters gonna hate. I'm sticking to it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you talking about your parents, um, you and uh Jack living with your parents reminded me of kind of my situation. I don't know how oh, much yeah. we talked about this, but I have lived with so I I initially moved back in with my parents when I first became a single mom, and it was supposed to just be temporary, like getting on my feet. And then I realized that having that support from them. Um, having just someone to like, when I'm super stressed, like bounce things off of, um, was super important and I needed that. And some people can't stand their parents and want to get out of the house as soon as possible, but I, I, (laughs) I needed just that little bit of a buffer. Um, and we've always had a great relationship where they don't step in at all. Um, but it got to the point where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm actually, I want to stay. Um, I paid rent for a little bit, like essentially like I was renting a room from them. Um, and then my mom and dad got divorced and my mom and I moved in together. This was a little over three years ago now. So my mom and I share a house with my two sisters. Um, and we just split everything just like regular roommates. And it's a really, really beautiful way that we are able to do the holidays and do Christmas too, because Amberly is, you know, loved on by other family and by my mom, by my sisters. And it takes some pressure off of me where I don't feel like I have to do everything, even though I still do because that's motherhood, but I kind of feel like I don't have to. And it just is a way it's just a different perspective, you know, and I've had, I've had the holidays where I'm completely alone and it's just Amberly and I, and, you know, I'm having to figure it all out and do everything and be Santa and be all the things. Mm. Um, but we have, we've been able to make it work in a really unique way. And I think, I kind of think a lot of single moms feel like they have to do it on their own. Um, and whether that's because, you know, you feel like you have something to prove or because you feel like you don't have the support, whatever the case may be, um, just know, like there are other ways to do things. It's okay to ask for help. I've had, I've had Christmases where the only thing that I could afford was a $10 present for Amberly. Mm. Um, and I just had to let, I just had to let my parents and her other grandparents fill in the blanks. Yeah. But it, it also, I really feel like it also humbled Amberly in some ways where she doesn't, she doesn't have high expectations. Like presents are exciting, but it's not like, that's not like all she cares about. Like if she 
didn't get a bunch of presents, like she wouldn't be, I don't know, she wouldn't be upset about it. And I think that's just a really humbling experience for kids. You know, I, I, I mean, honestly, like we grew up, you know, middle income or whatever, and I always had nice Christmases. And I think, you know, if I had not had a nice Christmas at one point, I would have been really disappointed (laughs) because I grew up knowing, you know, having a lot of presents and, um, I think that happens to a lot of kids. And so I also think it's totally okay. If you have little Christmases for your kids, if that's all that's in your budget, let them enjoy that. Let them savor what they do get, let them appreciate it. Um, and on the flip side with, with everything, there's two sides for everything, right? Sometimes it's going to be a really small Christmas and sometimes it's going to be a really big Christmas and it's totally okay to be proud of that too. I've had, I've also had Christmases where Amberly had, you know, a thousand dollars worth of presents because I could afford that. And that's also okay. (laughs) So just, just something to keep in mind, you know, we're talking about Christmas. I'm sure we have listeners that don't celebrate Christmas. Um, so whatever, whatever it is that you celebrate, just know that it's applicable, whatever holiday it's applicable across the board. However, you have to do it. Yeah. However you need to do it or however you want to do it. It's okay. It's all good. Give yourself grace. It's going, it's, you know, the year of first it's hard. Oh my God. I can't tell you how many messages that I I've get done voice messages to people, like just going through it and just being like, it's okay to cancel. It's okay to say no. It's okay to just turn inwards. Yep. It's okay. It's okay. There's, there's, there's no right way. There's no wrong way to process your, your, your trauma and to heal, you know, you have to do it for for how it works for you. Uh, People, people process and people heal in different ways and they have different tools and um, whatever that looks like for you is is a beautiful thing. As long as you do it, <laughs> the only wrong don't way heal. <laughs> heal yourself. Yeah. the wrong way to heal is to not do it at all. I actually have a, um, there's a therapist that I follow on Instagram. Her handle is Hey oh, Tiffany like Rowe. Therapist. What is it? Hey Tiffany Rowe is oh, her know. handle. And she, oh, um, <laughs> she, said her one of her like taglines is feel deal heal and she says you know when you let your body feel the emotion and this is actually something we should talk about real quick because I didn't know this until more recently when you let your body feel the emotion when you give it a color give it a texture describe it figure out where it is in your body that's your body recognizing it you're feeling it and you'll process it quicker So then you're dealing with the feeling, you're dealing with the emotion, which then is able to get you to the healing phase. So that's something Tiffany Rose says, feel, deal, heal. But here's my question, but my, here's my thing with that though. I feel like sometimes, and maybe there's people out there that agree. Sometimes I don't know what the emotion is. Like sometimes there's like, like the root, like I have an emotion, but it's actually because like, maybe like I'm being angry, but I'm actually sad because do you know what I mean? For sure. Well, and, and I've done it where it's like, the brain is like so wild. (laughs) I've done it where it's like, 
I'm obviously on edge about something. I don't know. I don't know if I'm frustrated, if I'm scared, if I'm mad, if I'm sad. And you just take a minute. I, what I literally do is I just like relax my whole body. I close yeah. my eyes. I take some deep breaths and I just ask myself, I ask my brain, where am I feeling this right now? Where in my body is this sensation okay. coming from? And almost more often than not, it's either my shoulders or my stomach. That's almost mm-hmm. always where it is when it's a bad feeling, when it's a good feeling, it's in my chest. <laughs> what does that mean? Like that, how, what does that do then? You know, then, well, so then you feel it and you sit with okay. it. And what I like to do is just like put my hand over that part of my body, wherever it is. And just, it's almost like, I don't know, like almost envision that you have like, like what I do, at least I, I envision that I have like a little fuzzy ball there, you know, like okay. a little pom-pom ball, you know? And so if I'm really stressed about something and I can like feel it in my back, like I just, I mean, I can't really touch my back so well. So I'll just like put my hand like on my shoulders or on my chest or kind of give myself a little hug Mm -hmm. and just envision a little fluffy ball. And it's just like, I'm doing it right now for the podcast, for, for my listeners, the listeners who can't see but I'm listening (laughs) just literally I'm listening (laughs) just literally like almost hug myself and just breathe in and see the little ball and give it a color sometimes it's red sometimes it's blue and just just see it and and then it you just sit there for a little bit and then it goes away I don't know it's hard to describe but if you do it um, and you have to be patient. The first few times that I did it, I felt like, when is this little ball going to poof away? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but as you I do it that. more often, your body learns to process things even quicker. And I was going to say, have you ever seen like the spot books, like the, um, they're for kids and they do it. If you have kids, you can do like, it's the same kind of concept. It's like from the tips of my finger from the middle of my palm, I can do this. I can stay calm. And you like, you have like blow the worries away. Yeah. 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 That kind of thing. Like feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You have to, you have to make it, you have to separate it from you, whatever the feeling is. So, you know, what, if you're not feeling it, if you're not dealing with it, then that, then it just feels like it's a part of who you are or a part part of your identity. Like it's, yeah. Like it's defining you. Yeah. Like sometimes I can get that with like my anxiety like, I allow it to define me. And then you go down this like taut, like I call it like the whirlpool. Like, yeah, it's like, once you're subject, like, oh, go, go, go. <laughs> you- <laughs> yeah, Please. exactly. Tell me some valor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I know we're laughing about it, but it's true. And yeah. mm-hmm. so many people deal with it and just, and then the holidays able- come, huh? then the holidays come and it just exacerbates it all. Oh. I know it doesn't make it even that much worse, but yeah, but we just, can do your tip. There yeah. we go. That's the takeaway peeps. That is our takeaway. Go practice next time. You're feeling something that is not, I mean, even with happy emotions, you can do it. If you think of some, and that might be easier, honestly, to start off with, think of like a good, happy emotion, like a time that you were like in Peter Pan, like when they <laughs> happy thoughts. Yeah. Think of a good, happy moment. And do that, you know, feel where it is so that you can pinpoint the feeling and separate it from you. Because even when you're happy, you're, you're experiencing happiness. It's not that 
you as yeah. a person, you know, you can separate, if you can separate yourself from your positive emotions, you can do it from your negative emotions too. So, yeah, that might actually be probably the best place to start for, for, you know, best place to start with positive because they feel a little bit better. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Cause I feel like if you sometimes like, you know, like sometimes like you start something like, I don't know, I mentioned therapy and it's like really brutal sometimes. Cause you're like really trudging through that mud, yeah. but like you come out on the other side, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think starting with a positive. I, I love that you said that starting with positive, get comfortable with it, get used to it. And then you and can feel awkward in. probably. I think yeah. Well, and then you can go into something that was a bad memory, maybe not something in, cars, in the moment but... and <laughs> right. And all pray- across wherever, wherever you are, wherever you live and you're listening, you're just going to be in somebody's going to the spot. You'd be like, I saw, I heard it. I heard <laughs> it one time enough. You get, you're driving and, and, uh, someone starts honking at you because the light turned green and you're, you're still like, sitting there hugging yourself. She's <laughs> like hugging yourself. Uh, Anyway. All right. Well, that pretty much covers the the base of what we wanted to talk about with the holiday Holiday. season. We are really, Britt and I can both talk all day long. So we're really hard things. You can do hard things this holiday season. You can do it and it's okay to give yourself grace. Amen. Not do it. Well, we will get back on schedule next week with our self-care episode and we will talk to you then. All right. See you guys.